0: back, everybody, to Salt and Burnness, the Supernatural Rewatch Podcast. My name
1: is Sammy. I'm Valerie. <laughs> I have to clear the coffee out of my sinuses now. That's not fair. There's no way to get coffee in. <laughs> sure. It goes
0: straight to the brain that way, I
1: think. Right? Uh, it's, it's a little painful, but maybe, maybe it's worth <laughs> the trip. Oh, you know, we didn't map quest uh, the last episode. I know. I and forgot
0: was, to look. I don't know if it, if it was. the. Uh...
1: My sense there was no Chiron. I'm just going to say mm-hmm. it was Wisconsin because their license plate, the Ghost Facers license plates, mm. were Wisconsin license plates, and they didn't disprove us in any other way. So True.
0: there's that's good detective work. Thank you.
1: I do love that we have continuing podcasts so we can catch up to all the things we missed on the previous podcast. Yes, you know we always <laughs> have we have an opportunity to correct ourselves, like that moment where I pointed out bobby's hat and i was so sure (laughs) that his hat was a message and it wasn't still kicking myself over that one did you know now i know nothing about how things wind up on the internet i mean you say it out loud and then somehow it winds up on the internet right even if your phone wasn't on boom Mm -hmm. whatever you were talking about salt and burn this is attached to the supernatural wiki really yep oh that's fun Yep, super fun. We I'm are gonna, check. I'm gonna look at
0: this. Was it where? Where was it in the library?
1: Uh, it actually was. Um, if you just Google "salt and burn," this um, it comes up. Uh, the net, one of the links you can click on is a supernatural or a super wiki link. I didn't dive much further than that, other than to see that there is nothing written about us. Oh,
0: <laughs> but we're there. Oh, that's cool. I see us. Yes.
1: Isn't that fun? Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Oh my gosh, we've made it!" Thanks, no Supernatural one's... Wiki. <laughs> <laughs> but again, there's nothing written about us. <laughs> there's no discussion. <laughs> no, it's just what it is, and it
0: links. Oh, they must have found you on Twitter because that's what it links to. It links to Twitter, and then our um, like listen links. And it's bingled. under oh, it's under the fandom category subcategories here cover fan fiction fan art fan vids podcasts dun, dun. and meta so we are under podcasts holy shit there's a lot of <laughs> oh no <laughs> there are 44 <laughs> entries in this
1: but are they current and how far did they yeah get? I, I don't know because i also uh clicked on oh a, my god a- there's
0: one called Mench of letters that's
1: Hilarious. That's hysterical. <laughs> That's hysterical. Well, the the Then and Now podcast um, mm-hmm. uh, responded to somebody on Twitter about, you know, oh my gosh, is this thing still going? And uh, Richard Spade Jr. Um, responded, it's like the show ran for 15 years. Yeah, we're gonna be around for a while doing this <laughs> podcast. And so I responded to that by saying, you know, challenge, accept it.
0: Mm.
1: Um, oh and by the way i also responded to something chad lindberg uh posted a while back you know yeah. um ash and uh he didn't respond back but he did heart my oh, my nice. response <laughs> <We're getting> there. <laughs> or, yeah or said something like touche or something like that mm-hmm, i was like mm-hmm. yes i took a screenshot <laughs> I'll, awesome. I'll cling to whatever i can right L- little nuggets are thrown our way yeah.
0: season three episode 14 long distance call calls from dead loved ones lure the living to suicide for the brothers, it's a classic exercise in demon hunting logic, but Dean loses his scientific detachment when he receives one of the calls from John, written by Jeremy Carver and directed by Robert Singer.
1: Um, fun fact that I that I put together about this particular um, episode it has mm-hmm. nothing to do with anything. Okay. Um, this is season three, episode 14, 3.14. <laughs> Mention of it not even a little bit but now this is another this is a fun fact that was somebody else found at the same time that this particular episode is uh semi um similar to a twilight episode twilight Hmm. zone episode from Mm -hmm. 1959 um it was the 58th episode this is the 58th episode and both Ah. of those episodes uh were about like phone calls from from the dead oh cool isn't that cool that is really cool. I, completely random, I'm sure had like very circumstantial, but I was like, I'll take it again, mm-hmm, another mm-hmm. fifty cents. I shall take that.
0: <laughs> I um barely remembered this episode, like watching yeah. it. I'm like, this is like a whole new a whole new day for me. I don't yep. I remember the guy who works in the basement of the phone company, like
1: <laughs> pretty memorable <laughs> yeah.
0: and I remember because when I was watching it at one you know, one of them one watch through, um, the guy that I was watching it with was complaining that they were mispronouncing the the name of the town, because locals in Ohio call Milan Milan. Oh my gosh. I know. I was like, what? Yeah. That is dumb. Like he, he was, you know, this is how I know they didn't actually do it in Ohio because or didn't do their research in Ohio Mylan. because they we call it's called Milan and I was like, no, it's Milan.
1: It's- <laughs> 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 Dumb
0: Americans turned it into Mylan. Right. right. Like if I were to see that name of a town somewhere, I would call it Milan, just like Milan. I would there's I think I don't know if it's in Ohio, but there's somewhere in America called Versailles but mm-hmm. they call it Versailles. Stop. It might be Ohio. In fact, I actually, when we were um, approaching this episode, I, I went and looked up a list of town names in America that are pronounced incorrectly. Like they're oh pulled God. from-
1: <laughs> I love from, the internet. <laughs> yeah. Just like,
0: because I felt like there were at least three in Ohio. And I think there Alone. were. I don't <laughs> have that list on me at the moment, I, I did like save it somewhere, and I can't remember where I saved it. But
1: one of them in North Carolina drives me crazy. It's Fayetteville. I'm like, that's and it's spelled Fayette.
0: Oh, Fayette. like Fayette, like, like a like the, La Fayette. At the yeah. yeah, yeah. But
1: they all pronounce it Fayetteville. Fayetteville. I'm like, it's Fayette. Yeah, but okay. And there's
0: it's the list is very long. My um one. So I encourage everyone to go look it up <laughs> if you want to be angered. If you're like one of
1: those people, but American idiocy. Yes. Yes.
0: And you know what? This was even before I really knew any Italians. I barely yeah. knew any Italians. Now I'm inundated with them. But but even then, I was just like, no, 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 no. This is Milan.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And this is, and that's not a fight over like pecan or pecan that's, right yeah that's not that fight this no. is myelin or <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh, anyway those are my memories from this episode before i watched it
1: so at least we know it's a real town <laughs> yes it is
0: <laughs> yes it's true <laughs> i didn't have to look that up
1: okay oh, my God. so
0: in our recap it's kind of a crazy recap there's a lot of things that they had to insert in to remind us. So Dad is back. (laughs) Yeah. A lot of clips of of Dean being angry at his death from like season two, like the his funeral and the car being smashed in. Uh, Yep. His denial at dad's death Mm -hmm. and denial that he's being that he's okay and Um, his progression of getting more and more scared about his deal that he made. You
1: and don't all not want of to go the, to hell.
0: Hmm. Yep. Ruby, you know, saying, I can't save you. Yep. Sorry.
1: Yes. There's something coming after Sam because there's Lilith.
0: Yes. And then that whole clip of, oh, Sam kept that secret from Dean, that there's a bigger, badder demon
1: on right. the run. And after so them. now they've, they've brought the whole, the Winchester's keeping secrets from each other uh antagonism is back yes but in the in the like first part of the recap it's like the exact same recap that they Mm -hmm. did in the previous episode minus the monsters that they killed yeah they just changed out the monsters the monster Mm -hmm. montage i was like come on you guys (laughs) change it up i mean i know it's close to the end of the season but you know keep us keep us in line here um so the now is storming outside the dark and stormy lightning. night Yes. Oh, a dark and stormy night. Thank you, Snoopy. Um yeah, pouring inside this beautiful suburban home. Not pouring inside, pouring outside. We go inside um this beautiful suburban home. Sorry. Where he that. is pouring <laughs> scotch. Scotch. <laughs> um they zoom in on his wedding band. This man is shakily pouring, you know, glass of, of scotch. He downs half of it obviously looking for some sort of comfort from the glass mm-hmm. um, and the phone rings. Uh, he finally answers it and it's a woman's voice. And it's basically one of those phone calls of one of those, like I told you to stop calling me, please stop calling me. Yes. Uh, phone calls.
0: Yes. And she's also begging him to come, come be with me. You said you would be with me. And he says, no, I can't. My wife, you know, and this happens a couple times of her calling him, 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 he- him picking up saying, please, I'm sorry. I love you, but I can't.
1: And he takes another drink, (laughs) phone rings again. And this time he doesn't pick it up. He just smashes the phone, yanks the cord out of the wall and is like done, Mm -hmm. done with that. And because it's supernatural, (laughs) the phone is still able to ring and it's that same uh, number on the caller ID, which I love that this phone had the little light up caller ID, Um, but it's not a regular phone number. It's like letters. It's like a few letters and some numbers comes up like it's S H A three three, which you know, not a phone number that we recognize. Um, But the fact that the phone is ringing gives this guy, you know, he's like, "That's it. She's this isn't going to stop." So he reaches into his desk drawer, pulls out a loaded gun. By the way, (laughs) and and basically says, "All right, you win, Linda. I'll I'll come join you and." proceeds to shoot himself in the head and while we don't see that we do see a beautiful supernatural blood splatter uh over the phone yes
0: i love i loved the soundtrack in this episode with there were so many violins like in this moment like after the phone rings when it's off the hook like these violins just keep getting more and more frantic and loud and
1: yeah this I, isn't I, just the phone ringing this yeah. is tension is happening yeah. Dude, this was like there was like no rock music in this episode there was Mm-mm. no classic rock there no. was no impala radio music no underscoring badassery it was all very symphonic yeah now um, we see the
0: boys they're in like this little courtyard area like Dean. At a
1: university mm-hmm. yeah. dean's
0: sitting down and sam comes to him and says Well, I have bad news. The professor I just spoke to doesn't know anything about your deal, assuming it's about his deal.
1: In the next few minutes, we learned that that's all they've been doing is researching how to break Dean's deal.
0: Yeah. Through every kind of avenue. There's like professors, witches. uh, Shamans. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Yeah. All of the things. And they have learned nothing. So Dean wants to go on this case that Bobby just called him about, which- was what we just saw some guy who committed suicide following a string of crazy tech related
1: electrical problems at his house and with his phone yeah yeah i love that um they're at a university and dean's eating a hot dog the (laughs) cart that he bought the hot dog from Mm -hmm. was called uh big dogs on campus (laughs) very (laughs) nice little little side note yeah yeah um
0: sam is like we're on a case we're on your case we're trying to save you and you know fighting ensues and this is finally when dean says at sam's say, request of like well let's just summon ruby that's the last thing that we have we
1: can't find bella
0: we don't yeah, know we where don't the have cult the call. we don't have
1: anything we got nothing so let's call bella i mean Ruby. <laughs> ruby. sorry
0: and dean's like she's not going to do anything because she can't she f- literally told me there's nothing she can do and then Sam is like, "What? You're you keeping secrets from me now? When were you gonna tell me this?" Yeah, the, and then Dean, of argument. course, is like, yeah. "Well, who, 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 who the park on kettle black?"
1: Yeah. So All off right. they go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. Yeah, Sam ends it by just walking away. Yes. You know, he's like, "Done." Uh, we we know we're gonna have more arguments yeah. about secret keeping later, yeah. so let's just get in the car and, <laughs> and argue on the way to Ohio. <laughs> I also want to point out that they did the title credits. So we already see who's gonna be in this episode. Because yeah. remember last time you are like, I hope they stopped yeah, doing yeah, that. They didn't not on this episode. <laughs> and I was like, and Jeffrey Dean Morgan's gonna yeah. be in this episode, which I don't mind. Nope. I just hate that it's a spoiler. But of course, yeah. having watched the recap, you know it's gonna be a spoiler right. anyway. Right. So back at the banker's house, the guy who killed himself, uh, Sam and Dean are interviewing, <laughs> investigating the, the wife who has had it up to here with having her husband's you know suicide investigated yeah she yes, yeah. she's not a willing participant no. in this and she's like they're like so you know what can you tell us and she's like he what he killed himself right there what do you, what their blood this is what i saw i walked yeah. in saw him dead but she does mention that the phone was ripped out of the wall which is what they perk up at they're like the phone yeah. why why why, um, the why phone? would what Why would he have ripped that out of the wall? Sam
0: goes and checks the phone. He runs through the caller ID, sees the strange number, realizes that's when he shot himself, and then they press for more questions regarding phone calls. Are they strange? Did you hear any voices? Are there staticky things going on? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I love that when she says no, Dean tries to like really <laughs> like be power cop strong here. Strong armor.
1: <laughs> He's like,
0: withholding information from the police is a capital offense.
1: <laughs> Sam being and the,
0: like, the uh, educated uh, uh, one, be like, no, no too, far, too far, too <laughs> far, too far.
1: So Dean has to reel it back in, which he does. Um, <laughs> but she does end up responding to his pressure, uh, and she ends up telling them about well. There was this one time when I heard my husband talking on the phone, and it sounded like he was talking to a woman because he was, said her name was Linda. She picked up the other line, and all she heard on the line was static, but she still could hear her husband talking Yeah, as if there was somebody there, Yeah, which is odd.
0: So now we get to research time in the research Super time. 70s motel room.
1: Now, it's funny. I described this as the Starburst Motel with like mint blue and green teal colors and starburst everywhere. The name of the motel is actually the Starburst Motel. Really? There's a little Yeah, there's one of those little like tents by the phone, you know, those little information tents by the phone, and it was like Starburst Motel, and I was like, oh, look at me being all smart." <laughs> or just observant that there's starbursts everywhere. So of course it would be called the starbursts, but. There,
0: there are also um, those classic 70s, maybe they're 60s, uh, O's
1: circles yes. on the, on the yeah, bed. Yeah, they're like incomplete O's that are then linked into another incomplete. Yes,
0: and various yeah. thin and thick strokes. Um, yes, I kind of <laughs> want those. I, that was like, a, I think it was just like, oh, it's O's because they're in Ohio. <laughs> that was a little set dresser, Blunk.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna walk away from that one. But
0: it Lying does. That? I mean, it does fit in with the 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 rest of the '70s starbursty yes. flower motif wallpaper. Absolutely.
1: It was cute. It was a cute room. Classic. Classic. I liked it, but still a little on the dingy side. You know what I mean? Like the way they light it and mm-hmm. stuff. It's like if they had just like brightened the place up, it would have been this like cute, cheery little mm-hmm. '70s. Hotel, but the way they light it's like, Ugh, it's kinda, yeah, because it wasn't really <laughs> like depressing. a bright, cheery
0: episode. So, <laughs> no, no. Okay, so, so in their research, they find that Linda and Ben were high school sweethearts. Ben survived a drunk driver accident, while Linda did not. She right. did not make it. Right. They also find out that this phone number is over a hundred years old. How?
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, I didn't do any kind of research. You did, did. okay. I did. I totally looked it it up. Which I also thought was interesting that it was Dean doing the computer research this time, and it was Sam who was sitting on the bed. Yeah. But um, so the the letters, the phone numbers from like the 1920s all Mm -hmm. started with three uh three letters and Mm -hmm. then some numbers. And those numbers, uh, you had the number that was attached to your phone, but you would then call a number like that to get to an operator who would then right. send your number to where it went. So, so it all started out like that. And it wasn't until the fifties where you started to get four numbers, they dropped the letters hmm. and you had a four number phone call, uh, phone number, and then it went to a five number. So it was like a number and then four more numbers. Mm-hmm. And then in the seventies, you got the seven digit phone numbers and then after that, we got the nine-digit and the ten-digit numbers. So mm-hmm. as as more and more people, you know, got yeah, phone yeah, numbers, yeah. and then instead of calling operators, doing the person-to-person phone calls is why they jumped away from the letters because the letters were too uh, constrictive. Right. So allowing people to skip the operator and dial directly—that's why the numbers get. Me. Anyway, that that's my little history lesson. Very
0: cool. No, I love that. Um, Did phones have, did they always have the numbers like they do now with the letters also, you know, it's like two is ABC, three is DEF,
1: or did Um, they also have
0: letters on the side?
1: No, it was, it was letters on the side. They weren't part of the, um, there was no association with letters to numbers on the uh-huh. alphabet on the, on the, on the, the dot di- until we got to dial phones when you actually, the, your own, stuff. the rotary mm-hmm. phones, that's when they started adding the letters.
0: Oh, fun. Very cool. See, I, I do remember when they changed the rule of you only needed to dial the area code if you were calling outside of your town. Right. So I Long do distance. remember just dialing seven digits. Oh, yeah. You know, without yeah, the too. area code, there were, yeah. the area code being necessary.
1: Yeah. And in fact, you only dialed the area code with the one. You never just, for me, you never yeah, just dialed, yeah. And that meant long distance, which meant you weren't supposed to be making that phone call yes. because that cost money.
0: <laughs> yes. Which I
1: find funny that in this day and age, there's no such thing as a long distance call. No, there's,
0: and those, remember those calling cards that they used to, yes. like the 1010, Something, Those, something
1: yes, that, that John
0: Lithgow was on the commercials for.
1: <laughs> yeah, you had to dial, like, not only did you have to dial into that number, then you had to dial your card number, and then you got to dial the number that you wanted to call. Yeah. yeah. And then when your card ran out, it was like, boop. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was a terrible idea. Ten, ten
0: minutes dialing numbers, well, and then the I like, can't do it.
1: And then if, like, you missed a number, you had to hang up and dial the whole thing over again.
0: Yeah. Ah. You kids have it easy nowadays. Yeah.
1: There's a video out there of of, of I've seen, I know exactly what you're it. talking oh, okay. about. Right, where they
0: give the rotary phone to their kids
1: and say i'll give you five dollars if you can make a phone call <laughs> and they can't do it they have 10 minutes and they can't do it they can't figure it out which i love i, I absolutely too. love <laughs> that I, di- I digress
0: <laughs> we but are was... four minutes
1: into this <laughs> i <know. episode. laughs>
0: so sam and dean go off to the phone company as a big wig headquarter guys mr campbell and mr ramey i did know that reference or i guessed it and confirmed when I looked up that's Bruce Campbell and Sam Raimi of the Evil Dead franchise. Evil Dead. Yep. And they are taken down to the basement, which
1: is disgusting. <laughs> oh all things about it. All yeah things about this. I mean not only do they like walk into some flies, which were giant by the way.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um they walk into this workstation, which is like a single guy who's got, you know, computer screens in front of him
0: yeah he kind of looked. it kind of looked like the uh, where homer simpson works you know like how he's like sitting in the front of like this giant um, wall of screens and buttons and like what is this man doing in front of all of this
1: right but this thing is also covered with like weeks of half eaten fast food and chinese food there's action figures bags of chips and knocked over soda cans And not only that, but on these screens that he's sitting in front of, it's all porn. (laughs) And, you know, I... When they walk in and disturb him, he's like, oh, I don't know how this all happened. Yeah. And it used to be that every once in a while you clicked on something and it would just pop up like 4,000 tabs yes. of advertisements. So you sat yes. there like going close, close, yes. close, close, Yes.
0: That is a real like fear uh, and uh, that franticness <laughs> that you feel. <laughs>
1: you know, and, and that's why you don't click on things you don't know, yes. because which unfortunately- He clearly had opened up those tabs on purpose, but he was acting (laughs) as if,
0: or at least he had opened up one tab on purpose and then it just flooded.
1: Flooded. So they walk in on this guy (laughs) who is sweaty and clearly caught in the middle of doing something and trying to close all his porn tabs uh, and manages to leave one open. Mm -hmm. Which here's the weird thing three men walk into this room and see this guy doing this. And not one of them is like, you know, peace out, dude. Um, you know, I wouldn't have walked into that room having seen what I just saw. I would have been like, nope, you know, just being near that and not the porn, the actions thus right. from the porn. Right. But so they're like, uh, the, the guy who walked them down into the uh, basement is like, well, I'll leave you to it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he leaves. Sam and Dean are like, we need your help here. And the guy says, no not gonna help you and that's when dean steps up again first of all he applauds the guy for watching busty asian beauties yes which is again in regular conversation fine but having standing standing a foot from a guy who was just pleasuring himself in front of that screen
0: and it's also at work like i don't want to porn shame anybody if you're at home on your own time you do you have a literally have a grand old time but you're at work like and again these anybody guys just can walk come in walk in
1: three of them three guys walk in <laughs> yeah so dean like i think kind of dean likes porn which is nothing wrong with that i like that he does a little side chat with him he's like you know go for the go for the platinum membership of busty com. <laughs> um but then the guy is like I don't need to help you. He's he's mad. He was interrupted. Yeah, like um, I was busy. So this time when Dean steps in, he he like gets to do the strong arm. You know, listen, fella, you know you've got all these work violations here. Not to mention <laughs> porn. And you know, when my buddy says you give us help, give us help, mm-hmm. and it works this time.
0: Yes, they both have their scary bro faces on.
1: Yes, and and,
0: and this guy uh, Stewie, he clocks it. He's like Stewie. Okay,
1: (laughs) because I I, I got to help them. And Dean's like all proud of himself. Yes.
0: (laughs) So Stewie runs this prehistoric number, as he called it. And while he couldn't find where it came from, he did find 10 houses that received calls from this number in the past week or so. Yeah. And they stand there inside of his (laughs) office, like looking over this list and Stewie kind of ushers him out because he has work quote unquote work to do
1: and they leave and dean kind of if he could have i think dean would have given him a high five like yeah man go back to it yeah. but that's the way that I was like come on gross where's the condemnation for somebody doing that like you said at work
0: you know <laughs> and okay. and the way that they they made his hair be so greasy greasy it also it's it just I was like, like i, I wouldn't have just, wanted to <laughs> i felt I, like i needed to take a shower after he was outside. like this
1: sweaty greasy guy and i was like i wouldn't like i said i could not have been in the room with him no and he gets really close to the same he like brushes by them yeah yeah you know i'm like the guy it's gross he's so, sweaty with sex sweat and greasy hair but all right we'll let that one go done so
0: next we see is um a rental car <laughs> which I thought was like, at first, you know, it was like, that's unusual. They don't usually get rental cars. Yeah. Um, did they finally figure out that the Impala was just too obvious? Is that
1: <laughs> <laughs> right? For the phone company, at least. <laughs> yeah. So
0: Sam approaches one of these addresses as a phone company executive, and is just inquiring if they have encountered any other complaints like the neighborhood has found, such as dropped calls, static, Static. strange voices, et cetera. And the dad says, nope, no problems here. But then his daughter in the background kind of has this deer in the headlights look, um, which Sam clocks, but says, okay, thank you. And heads up. Back to his rental car. She, though, however, chases after him and totally calls him out. (laughs) (laughs) it's <laughs> like you are not a phone executive why would you be driving rent a rental car why are you driving why are you wearing a cheap, you, suit? cheap suit
1: which i was like hey <laughs> i thought he looked nice but she's right they would he probably would have been wearing you know a uniformed yeah, you know, like a polo, polo shirt. shirt yeah right exactly so she's like all tough and you know pushy But, you know, Sam's like, well, she chased me out here for a reason. Yeah. So he turns into, like, bedside Sam.
0: Super bedside Sam. Like, (laughs) yeah. If he could have, like, gone into a phone booth (laughs) and, like, ripped (laughs) off that suit and there was
1: pulled up a chair, sat her down. Yeah. Yeah. And she managed, you know, and he gets her to confide in him Mm -hmm. that she actually has experienced strange phone calls and that it's. A strange phone call from her dead mother, who's been yeah. dead for three years. Yeah. Which is weird.
0: Very. But he does He does comfort her, you are not crazy. Just yeah. want you to know that you're not crazy. No matter what I anybody says. I believe you. <laughs>
1: yeah. And <laughs> we're ready to believe you. So Sam calls Dean. Dean's been doing his research.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and that's and when I was ma- like,
0: oh, that's why there's a rental car. Because
1: they had to go in different directions but still it's a good why <laughs> why didn't dean rent the car you know of
0: course dean would not have rented the car <laughs>
1: well i also love that they're like double teaming this so it's like they have so little time left yeah you know, kind of that time. Mm-hmm. yeah exactly but yeah so dean's been doing his own research and he was researching uh was it a, a grandmother or something who was getting phone calls from her dead husband back from the war like back from the Korean war, <laughs> of course it's Dean who falls into like some sort of sex scandal, you know, sexting or phone sex. Well, um, she, I think he comments. says that
0: she, that she was like having phone sex with her dead with husband. Her dead
1: husband. Yes. No, I know. I just think it's funny. That is Dean. Oh, that he that has the sex that connection. He see. gets that call. He gets the sex call. But of course, as soon as he says the word, he's like, oh, you know, talk about necrophilia as soon as he said that he's like bumped into by this like smoking hot girl yeah <laughs> oh she like oh she hears his necrophilia and is like oh yeah and walks away and of course he he dogs and he turns and he's like yeah all right nice yep. <laughs> i'll take They're it even, like, even oh, though Miss that one basically he didn't find anything other than there's a woman there's people who are talking to dead loved ones
0: yeah so what's so going on have- let's like meet up at the hotel and when they hang up, Dean gets like an immediately call, immediate call
1: back, and he picks it up, and it's dad. <laughs> it's John. Dean. Dad? <laughs> and cut to commercial. Yes. Of course it's dad, because everyone's getting phone calls from, you know, dead loved ones. Mm-hmm. So it's not, it, for me, it wasn't like, dun, dun, dun. I was like, I was just waiting for it you know yeah. so it's like they could have worked this episode slightly differently that it would be like maybe the this phone call came first yeah, and maybe. then they went in,
0: you know I, I, mean? I, I wonder if I hadn't seen his credit in the beginning if I would have Made guessed that it and I know that he yeah. was in the recap a lot but there were a lot of other things in the recap and that just because he's mentioned in the recap doesn't mean doesn't he's going to show up because they've tricked us before yes um,
1: so i I
0: do wonder if i hadn't seen jeffrey dean morgan if i would have been
1: been surprised yeah maybe that's it too because i was i wasn't surprised and then i was bummed out that i wasn't surprised
0: right back at the motel sam and dean are in disbelief that dad is called dean but but sam is more wary than Dean is you know he's kind of more trepidatious about it he's just like well what did what did he say what do you what do you think's going on here and Dean is just so desperate to talk to dad again that he's even like what what do I say when he calls back and then he leaves in frustration because all Sam could think of was um hello (laughs) (laughs) say
1: hello yeah so I mean it's another argument because you know dad You know, Sam and Dean don't see the same, even in this circumstance, they don't see the same things because it's dad. Yeah. So Dean leaves. (laughs) That's the way he he solves his arguments. (laughs) Um, Sam researches on the internet. If if anything, like why would anything supernatural be happening in this town?
0: Yeah. What's the deal with ghost calling on the phone?
1: Yeah. But he doesn't find anything. He's, you know, Dean comes back and Sam says, I haven't found anything. Uh, Dean makes fun of Sam you know, in the way Dean does, which makes fun of his education. And, you know, of course, being smart and studying means you didn't have sex with, you know, sex in college. <laughs> um, but Dean, with his uneducation and all the sex and uh, all the sex, uh, manages to find some information about the town uh, just by going to the motel's uh, pamphlet rack that has like things to do in, in yes, my all the
0: All the touristy things, all the cheesy yep. uh, things that they're proud of. Right. So, and... um, Milan, Ohio, which I am going to call it Milan because that is the correct pronunciation, happens to be the birthplace of Thomas Edison, which is true. Which has the spirit phone.
1: I tried to research this.
0: Hold on. Let's get into like their little museum trip first, okay. and then we can talk about okay, the sorry, spirit phone because we I haven't actually. Didn't... No, it's okay because I have I have stuff about the spirit phone too. Okay. Okay. So. It's the birthplace of Thomas Edison, which also has a museum on Thomas Edison, which contains the spirit phone. You can't see me on a podcast, but I did the little quoty fingers because <laughs> the boys go on a little museum tour with one of those overly cheery, enthusiastic museum museum overly tour guides. know it all too. Yes, with a lot of quoty fingers. <laughs>
1: And we're walking and, and we're walking. We're walking. This, I just love this part. She's like, and we're not touching that. <laughs> <laughs> that I liked. Yes.
0: So she says that, you know, this is Thomas Edison's spirit phone because he was supposedly an occultist. And so he built the spirit phone to communicate with the dead. <laughs> quotey, quote,
1: quotey, quote, 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 quote. So Thomas Edison didn't create, quote, a spirit phone. He did have the idea, though, that he wanted to record voices or sounds of people from the past, because he actually did create the, the original phonograph. Um, he was able to record sound on, on a wax cylinder Um, He actually recorded Mary Had a Little Lamb. So he was one of the first inventors of the phonograph, like being able to record on records. And then somebody else took it and made it, you know, flat records and stuff like that. So he took the idea of the telephone and wanted wanted to try to record voices from the past, not necessarily a spirit telephone for speaking to the dead. Mm -hmm. So that was my only dot, 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 maybe that was the supernatural spin on this particular item is that he actually created, it was able to create a telephone for speaking, speaking to the dead.
0: So I have, I found that he did build a spirit phone, whether it was something to communicate with the dead or maybe just capturing spirity voices, but they specifically call it a spirit phone that he built one. Oh, supposedly you can actually contact the dead it was owned by a museum in san diego but then a collector bought it off of ebay for five thousand dollars the um producers and creative team contacted this guy to see if they could rent it for Uh this episode but it was going to be like too much like the guy wanted like too much for it or like it was going to be like all the shipping costs and stuff and they said you know it isn't feasible so instead, they went down to a, like a radio museum in Washington and just used something that kind of looks similar. But the spirit phone does exist.
1: <laughs> that's, I, I, that's interesting because any pictures that I saw of Thomas Edison was with his phonograph recording device. Mm-hmm. Um, and it looked, if you were to take what they showed on Supernatural and stretched it out, it kind of looks like that. Um, okay. But I, as far as I read now, there, there's no disputing the the occult side, the the uh, occultist side of Thomas Edison. There's people who try to delete that from his books. Like mm. they published a book from Thomas Edison, but left out the chapter of his life where he full on talks about wanting to communicate with the dead. I see. And then somebody else published the original book, and it had that final chapter in it uh, with his words talking about about his. His desire to do that now this is what the internet says how do i know <laughs> if any of this is true but uh okay so you say the spirit phone exists yeah one but, book says yes another book says no yeah yeah so at the end of this the boys but there, is, there is something
0: <laughs> that a guy bought for five thousand dollars that claims right. to be a spirit phone spirit but phone. it was in a museum in san diego hmm. so okay. i feel like if it was in a museum
1: it's it's legit ish, you know, Yeah, right. <laughs> right. It, it started somewhere.
0: Yes. Um, okay. So the boys, they linger behind from the tour. They do not go walking and we're walking and we're walking. Um, instead they, you know, hover their EMF detector over it. There's nothing there. Okay. You know, how does it work? It's not even plugged in maybe it's with <laughs> the radio signals.
1: I don't know. But then they say, well, maybe it is dad though since yeah. they don't have any proof that it's not they're going with the assumption of maybe maybe it was dad right actually but sam still him.
0: has questions you know he's like yeah. why you know hey i don't know how this works why is it working now like why, right. all, of why a sudden all of a sudden are yeah. ghosts starting to contact their loved ones i just don't i uh, i'm not like fully into this <laughs> thing yeah, yeah
1: so i want to go back to just like Two pages, but it's yeah. only taking me 30 seconds. When they were first talking about um, how do we research that phone number, the the SHA33, mm-hmm. Dean says, what's making people want to reach out and touch somebody? Do you know what that's from? Mm-mm. That was a jingle uh, for the phone company back in the 70s. And wow. they, it, was, it was like uh, either a Ma Bell or a Pacific Bell. I forget yeah, which yeah, phone yeah. company it was, but the jingle went reach out reach out and touch someone reach (laughs) out reach out and make someone smile you know or something like that but reach out and touch someone was the (laughs) longest running like jingle for you should use your phone yeah wow um and I remember that I remember that (laughs) reach out reach out and touch someone so I just wanted to put that out there that when Dean said that I was like I I know that quote I I know what that is it's a terrible jingle,
0: though. <laughs> but it was so popular.
1: I mean, and that I, I,
0: Yeah, I believe it, and it that makes sense in context, but... But, you know, <laughs> it's a filthy, <laughs> it's dirty out. phone jingle. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I thought that That's would make okay. you...
1: <laughs> Insert jingle here.
0: Yes. Yeah, yes. back at the motel, later that night, Sam is asleep, Dean is awake at the table, just staring, staring. at the
1: phone a cup of coffee he is waiting for this phone to ring mm-hmm.
0: and when it does like he does it doesn't even f- get to finish ringing he like picks it up yep and it's Dad.
1: how do i know it's really you
0: yeah dean like just shows like the gl- the barest little glimpse of skepticism there uh and, then- and even dad is like well you can't really know for sure but why did you make this deal yeah, like he knows all about the deal. He knows the terms of the deal that Sam would die if he tries to get yeah. out of it. And he knows that a demon holds his contract. And not only does he know that, but the demon is there in Milan.
1: Yeah, I'm just like, dad says, um, how could you do this? I'm like, you did the exact same thing. You, you did the exact same thing. So, okay, there's that. And then, uh, you know, to prove that he's daddy's he's like, you're my boy, I love you. And I'm like, What? Like I think this is so anti John, you know? So I'm like I'm like, I mean literally I hard you can't see it, but I was pressing hard on the paper. I was like, what? And Dean still follows it. Yeah. Like Dean still like that that red flag in my head, but not not Oh yeah,
0: the spider sense spidey sense is yeah. not, not, not not working, working. because it's
1: dad. Well, because he thinks it's dead. He wants it to be yeah, dad. It's yeah. not that he thinks it's dad; He wants it to be dead. Yeah. And yeah, And dad just happens to know about the demon deal and that the demon who made the deal is in town. Mm-hmm. Just happens to be in that town where the ghosts are calling loved ones. But okay. So he's going to try to break the deal. Even, this is what I love. They talk about the deal and how the deal can kill Sammy if uh-huh. they try to break the deal. So now they're going to try to break the deal with the demon. (laughs) I mean, two, two sentences, two sentences apart. This could kill Sammy. Let's go do it. (laughs) I'm going to point out my anger at that particular scene. So next thing we see. Next thing (laughs) we see
0: is uh, the teenage daughter, whose name is Lainey. Uh, Mm -hmm. She's IMing with her friends. And then all of a sudden she gets another one. From her mom. And the screen name is, again, that same phone number, the SHA33. S-ha three three. Three. And she's reminding, she's like, did you do the thing that I asked you to do? And mm-hmm. Lainey's confused. She's like, but I went to go see you at the cemetery. And you weren't but there. But that wasn't, that, yeah, that wasn't <laughs> yeah. enough. Mom says, no, no, no. No, I went, I went more.
1: Lainey's like, I don't, I don't know. And then it starts with, uh, what did she say? She's like, come to me. She's like, I need you to come to me. Did she say and, you that know, in, the, in the
0: message? I don't think she says it in the message. That's when, like, after this whole exchange, it just like floods the screen. But no. here, like, so, Laney is starting to get a little scared, you so, know, yeah, because so she, she she is kind of realizing what what it is her mom wants her to do, yeah. or it's something more dangerous than just going right. to see her at the cemetery. Right?
1: She says, "Mom, I don't think I can. I don't think I can't do this, or something." Yeah, I'm and scared. Her screen, her screen goes. <clears throat> So her chat screen goes away, but then her computer camera Mm -hmm. turns on and is facing her, obviously, because it's her computer screen. But we see behind her, like, this figure appear and start walking towards Lainey. And Lainey is, like, transfixed, like, Uh "Uh,"
0: because she (laughs)
1: sees this. This creeped me out because she's getting closer and closer Uh and uh closer. And then... Just before uh, her mom touches her on her shoulder from behind, Lainey, like, turns, and the mother's not in the room. She was yeah. on the screen only, and Lainey, like, slams the – like, turns off the computer, so she thinks. Right. That um, freaked me out.
0: Yeah, that was really scary. It was kind of I like, like the, the mirror thing, you know, like when the things in the mirror are not doing what you are doing. W- yes. Um, but this was a camera that was seeing something that isn't right. actually there. And- Yeah. And
1: that's a voice. That's not just a voice on the phone.
0: That was a visual. (laughs) visual,
1: And I wrote down.
0: So Lainey gets up backs away from the computer and that's when the computer just starts typing. Come to me, come Come to me, me. come to me. over and over over and over over and over over. and over and over over again.
1: It's never a good thing when your computer does that. It's like when you lean on the keyboard. Yeah. So So the next
0: day, Dean has already filled in Sam about his phone call with dad and dean has been doing research Research. (laughs) where he's like finding all of these weather reports of like demonic lightning storms of all the locations they've been in the past two weeks
1: there's all these demon omens that have been you know this demon's been following me everywhere i've gone
0: yeah but sam doesn't remember any of these storms that they were there and dean is pushing back he's like well you're not a meteorologist are you and he's convinced he's very gung-ho Yes. Yep. He's just convinced that this demon is tailing him because he's a big deal and he's convinced that this exorcism his dad gave him will work. Not only exercise it, but kill it. Kill
1: it, yeah.
0: And and Sam is like, um I mean it is an exorcism because I looked into it. Bobby, Bobby looked into, looked into it. it. You know, we're we're doing our due diligence. We're listening here. to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But there's just no proof. that it can kill the demon
1: and i'm like dean is usually smarter than this you know and he's we've gotten so far where they've been sam and dean have been listening to each other you know they've been actually working together and now in this moment once again like dean is i understand he's desperate and 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 it is john but i'm just like come on Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know it's it's the dad fight you know yeah. so they they have the dad fight again sam's being logical dean's being like blindly emotional
0: yeah sam says listen i'm gonna go see Lainey because she got really freaked out last night and i just want to make thing make sure things are okay and then dean just gets mad and starts spouting off you know when you get mad and you say the things that you don't mean yeah <laughs> R- and teams, a lot like, of them like, are
1: just stupid things they're just too. so
0: stupid yeah because he's basically calling sam like a pedophile it'd be like yeah go hang out with jailbait you know watch out for chris yeah. hansen of the date, date no
1: oh no um, um the, uh, the guy who was,
0: catches to catch predator
1: kind of yeah but, he would but like he had his own show oh no but it was a dateline yeah because he would always show up in the kitchen and like catch the guy. Yeah,
0: like who like was like meeting up with the a teenage girls. Dateline NBC in the yeah. segment to catch a predator. Okay. So Look at you. All of that was right. <laughs> Which yeah, is just like, that is, not, that is not even close to what's going on. He's just trying right. to like make sure that this young girl is okay from a right. ghost. <laughs> you
1: know? Right. And Dean's just being petulant. I mean, that is yes. like 100% petulant and yes
0: yes and he thinks sam is just he's still just sticking it to dad is like oh you're still not getting along with him even after he's dead Mm -hmm. um and sam's like no 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 i just want to know what's actually going on here because we haven't figured out the source of of this mystery like there's like it's still like floofy and there's people committing suicide and like the phone thing's still happening
1: yeah yeah let's figure this part out there's
0: no hard proof
1: And he doesn't, he doesn't get egged on by Dean, which is great because normally he would have like been fighting back and he doesn't, he doesn't fight back at all. He's just like, stay here, please. Yes. I need to go check on Lainey. It's like, we can continue this fight later, but I really have to go check on this real problem. Yeah. Which is, which is Lainey. Yeah. And he begs Dean. He's like, please don't leave. Yeah. Stay put, please, please, please. And for the moment, Dean does, he goes and sits back down. You
0: know yeah he sits back moment. down but i felt like his face and his reactions he felt very betrayed by sam he mm-hmm. mm-hmm. oh. even says it's like this is you know oh yeah thanks for being so excited that i found a way to save my life right now we're at laney's and she's told sam you know like okay here's what happened you know first she wanted me to go see her and i thought that meant you know go visit her grave but then she was telling me to do bad things like really bad scary things like, like to kill myself <laughs> like yeah, take, it's like all, take of all the, all the pills. sleeping
1: pills in dad's you know medicine cabinet yeah and
0: um, at the same time her little brother <laughs>
1: he gets a phone playing call in his room yeah, yeah
0: gets a phone call on his little toy phone
1: toy phone that's not connected to anything no it's a toy phone which also i thought interesting has caller id yeah, <laughs> um, you know, because it showed up. the the His little toy phone rings. The SHA three three shows up. Mm-hmm. Little boy goes and answers the phone. It's like one of those phones that teaches you how to dial nine one one. You know, and he says hello. It's <laughs> so cute. He says his name. You know, like hi, this is Simon. You know, whatever his <laughs> name is. Greenfield speaking, which is how you're taught to answer the phone yes. as a kid. Um, and then you hear him go, "Oh, hi, mommy." Mm. Ah. Mm. little kids and the hi mommy
0: no and then says yeah i want to see you where are you yeah okay cut at the same time dean also gets a phone call call. from his dad and dad has the address of where the demon is
1: so back to sam and laney one of the things she ends up saying is like uh so not only did she try to get me to take sleeping pills she was trying to get me to come to her And Sam kind of puts his hand up and is like, wait, did she say that? Did you say, what did she say exactly? And she says, she told me, come to me. This actually scared me. This little, little take to, to Sam because mm-hmm. Sam, when Sam hears those words come to me, you see a look on his face of recognition.
0: Oh, yeah. Because at first, you know, they're both kind of like, why would your mother tell you to do that? That's right. You know, I don't know your mother, but that seems pretty out of character, even for like a ghost, you know, to, right. to, to do. Um, right. So th- he's just like, what the fuck is going on? And then once she says that, it's like,
1: snap. <laughs> yep. And he says, you know, Lainey, that's not your mom. And it's like, oh, that's one of those moments of like the call is coming from inside the house. <laughs> yes. You know, there's all this mystery built up to what's going on, what's going on. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's not what you think it is. It's intense, immediate danger. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then we uh-huh. cut to Dean, who has
0: broken his promise and left the motel room yeah. uh, fully, fully Armored up, ammoed up. Yep. <laughs> uh, goes into an empty house and like starts the whole rigmarole of you um, know devil's traps and devil's trap making holy, holy, holy water, etc. You know. etc. Cetera, et cetera.
1: And in the meantime, we see Simon, the little boy, walking across a busy street.
0: Yes. So Sam like very- is like leaving the house and he's giving Lainey instructions. You know to like don't look at anything, don't answer anything, don't do anything. And she notices that Simon is gone.
1: And we see him basically (laughs) froggering, you know, across this this street. And so far, he makes it across one side with not getting hit by a car. And then what we see is, of course, a giant truck barreling down the other side of the street, distracted driver. Mm -hmm. And just as Simon steps into the path of this speeding giant tow truck, Sam is able to like make this diving, tackle, catch, pull the little boy out of the way. And the little boy at the last second actually kind of seems stunned because mm-hmm. while he was walking through traffic originally, he just was like, just walking, like mm-hmm. kind of um, in a daze almost. Yeah. And just before he's hit by the truck, you see his face kind of snap out like,
0: <gasps> yeah,
1: and and Sam rescues him. Uh, so little boy obviously was told by the ghost or told by the thing on the phone to- step into traffic yeah the tow truck who did like glance up just in time to basically not you know be able to stop himself from hitting this little boy
0: drives on I know that's and I thought too it's like doesn't even stop to like check and see if everything's okay
1: <laughs> yeah so the next thing we see is Sam and Dean are on the phone to each other my mm-hmm. question is who called who who called who in that moment we don't see it we don't see anyone place the call. We don't see anybody pick up the phone. Sam and Dean are just I, now talking.
0: I think that's, because it's something later, I think that Sam called Dean to tell mm-hmm. him what he found out, which is that it's a crocata.
1: <laughs> is that a sandwich? <laughs> a sandwich, which does sound good. <laughs> but again, I'm always hungry after I watch Supernatural because now I am starving. Crocata. And uh, Dean like, What?
0: <laughs> you know a sandwich is that a sandwich um no it's a scavenger who can mimic loved ones uh and whispers come to me come to me and you know lives in the darkness and swallows up your soul
1: your, your soul so i looked up crocata my mm-hmm. the mythology of which i was like it's kind of a weird word but it actually mm-hmm. is um wait 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 i wrote it down valerie come to it okay, I I looked up arrows too. okay um my summary is: it's a mythical dog, wolf, or lion wolf from India. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't bark, but it can f- use a false voice to lure unsuspecting humans or animals um, as prey. Yeah,
0: that's basically I mean, what it, I had to. It was like a hyena-like beast. Yeah, um, and I, I found that it was from India and Ethiopia, that kind of area. But. Okay there's not a lot of lore about it. And even the creative team were like, should we even use this monster? There's like oh, really? <laughs> not a whole lot to, to use here, but we need the monster to do this, 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 this. So I guess it's gotta be the Krokata, you know? Um, yeah,
1: so they took away the the lion animal beast part of it and just made it a...
0: Well, it's also, but it's also, I think they said it's evolved. To a point where it can then, it can now change into human form. And I don't know if that was a supernatural thing or. Oh, I could
1: have stopped a real, reading after a, a, certain a quote unquote point because, real
0: thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because what they said was their supernatural spin was that you it evolved with the technological times, meaning it can now use the, the, the phone and gotcha. te- technology gotcha. in that way, rather than just like hiding yeah. out in the woods. So that was like yeah. their spin on it.
1: Um well the thing I read is that it spent so much time watching humans yeah. that it developed it just developed over time that yeah. it could do these things.
0: It also says here that there are some legends that say if you put this <laughs> if you place the striped eyeball of a slain crocata under your tongue, it'll give you clairvoyant powers. And because of this their eyes fetch a pretty penny, so the crocata are being hunted into extinction.
1: Right, I also read that they have like <laughs> jewels for eyes that can help bedazzle you into, uh, you know, like the the snake from uh, Jungle Book. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I can see where this would start to split off. My question was the, the living in filth and the flies, because Dean says on the phone, crocotta, don't they live in filth? The flies. Uh,
0: yeah, the phone you know, company, that gross guy. Company.
1: yeah. And so when I was researching, I was like, it doesn't say anything about the filth factor. So no. I think that was that's was the, another supernatural spin. spin. Right. Yeah. So Sam's like, you're right. Phone company. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. off. So right. Sam heads off to the phone company.
0: Yeah. Finds himself in a misty back alley of the phone company. <laughs> like, like, always, like, there's always a misty back alley somewhere.
1: <laughs> and he's like creeping along, like sneaking around, looking <laughs> yes. into windows like what are you doing He's doing the creep doing the creep yeah so it turns out he does happen to creep upon stewie who's leaving for the day and Mm who's parked at the end of this back alley yes yes um tackles you know shoves stewie up against the car from behind and is like i know who you are i know what you're doing stewie who has no idea who's behind him no no what's going on thinks it's a customer complaining about you know yeah yeah too expensive you know Charging for a caller ID, which yeah, yeah. Again, back in the day, every little thing you thing were charged for. Every, I mean, one, it's it the same now. today, but different. It's things. just a package deal yeah. now. They just call it all inclusive.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, he's like pleading for his life with offers of you know, free call waiting, free long distance, you know? <laughs> right. anything. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's like, is this a thing that happens often? You get threatened oh. by. <laughs> right by like <laughs> discr- customers. customers yeah
1: and and sam like starts to figure it out he's like oh wait this isn't how a crocado would be right B- up behind sam comes what's the guy's name clark yes the guy who let them into the building the first time yes shows up and knocks out sam with a baseball bat and i love that stewie's like yeah i teach <laughs> you from messing with the phone <laughs> company yeah and he's like thanks man thanks clark And then Clark, like, bashes poor Stewie in the head, too. I know. Poor Stewie. So he was just a masturbating, you know... Yeah.
0: Greasy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But not a bad guy.
0: So Sam Um, finds himself, yet again, tied to a chair, facing somebody else tied to a chair, who is pleading for his life against the monster... Who Sam then? joining in is just like, just let him go. It's fine. It's it's you know, just just leave him alone. <laughs> and then he's forced to watch as Clark Cotta, uh, as it was called. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry that one? so long. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: as Clark. Clark stabs Stewie and kills him and kills him. So again, tied to a chair, again, forced to watch the murder of somebody else tied to a chair. Yep. Um, Yep. I even put that in all caps again. And not even, they didn't even wait an episode. That exact same thing (laughs) just happened. I know. Just happened. Come on, Supernatural. Come on. So Clark stabs Stewie. uh, And then very clumsily, like semi mounts his dead body and like opens up his, you know, giant crocotta mouth with teeth. It was like, you know, abnormally large, and like sucks the soul out of poor Stewie. Yes. Which I was like, what? I mean, I get it. If he's the if he's a soul sucker, why did he have these giant gnarly teeth? And why was he like climbing all over Stewie? Yeah, he's com- I-
0: I felt like he was kind of channeling a little bit of, uh, what's his name, Vincent D'Onofrio in Men in Black, where he was like that weird bug, like well, he's a bug inside of a meat suit, you know, but like he had like very bug-like actions. Wow, he kind of looked like almost like a praying mantis. I don't know, I felt like that was a a choice that the actor made of like, this is what the monster looks like. It's like this
1: weird kind of, hand to me, thing
0: to um, me it
1: looked like an actor struggling with another actor who was tied to a chair on wheels it's like uh, how do i get my his soul without him rolling away when i um, like, that
0: could have been it too that, but <laughs> but i do feel like the, the, the shape of his hands and arms and maybe he wasn't sure what his special effects were going to look going like to be, yeah um so and then also I- like he does a few things where he's like Turning his head really fast, and you hear like the the neck crunch sounds. Yeah, yeah, he does. Which do also, that. made me. That's what made me think of the men in black bug guy. Mm, was that he's, he's in
1: something that he's not completely comfortable being right. inside? Right. yeah And
0: they never really talk about like what the, the true form of a crocata is supposed to look like. um right. So maybe this was the actor being like, maybe he's a giant, maybe he's... bug type of thing. <laughs>
1: You were so he, much more sympathetic his... than I am. I was like, that's just bad. <laughs> I was like, right, Rob, Like, that's just bad. I was easy, he's clumsy, he's clunky. And the next thing I get, because that's kind of one of those like, oh, that's better. You know, everyone feels better after their neck cracks. You know, yeah. so when you throw in a neck crack, it's like, okay, now I'm ready for the next thing I'm supposed to be doing, you yeah, know? See,
0: I thought that it was, it wasn't a like, oh, that feels good. It was more of a, this oh. is the, the creature's like movements and his habits. Okay. But I... I I love watching, um, um, what's it, what's a word when like a human is kind of animalistic in a way, uh, anthropomorphism.
1: Ah, yes. Okay. Um, Good word.
0: So I, I, I love when actors like do that kind of thing. Sure. I've I've also done it before. I mean, many, many years ago, but on stage, like it had to be a bird type of thing. Yeah. yeah, I was a bird. I was a bird in Seussical. Um, So, I was just like, how would a bird walk? you know It's it's a very stupid, douchey actor thing to do. It was was
1: acting 101. I remember having to do those exercises and I hated them. I hated doing that. I was like, this is the dumbest thing. (laughs) I remember one time I was trying to be a mountain lion, but my knees kept popping because I was crawling around on the floor to the point where I was like, I can't, I can't, I just can't get past the crack, crack. You
0: know, I would no. so much rather act like an animal than a human. Maybe oh. that's, how it is.
1: that's why I work backstage <laughs> and not on stage.
0: Oh. Okay. So anyway, this guy, you know, he's either a bad actor or trying to be a praying mantis. Okay. I don't know, but he, um, yes, he does a whole Dementor thing by sucking mm-hmm. out a Stewie soul. soul
1: and then proceeds to monologue us to death.
0: Yes. For the rest of the episode. So I think this is where he says something like, yeah, I can not only make calls, but I can take them,
1: which is Thus
0: how you know, he... Sam figures out. Is like, oh, you so were Dean. You, you led me here. Me here.
1: Right. Um, so my question is, though, in that moment, if the SHA-33 is the moniker, like anytime he does that, mm-hmm. so who like who didn't look at their phone like if i guess so he maybe he intercepted dean's call and so uh so that sam wouldn't have seen that his call didn't go to dean yeah okay
0: that's what i would say because it once you dial the phone or even just like the speed dial i'm sure he's got a speed dial you know all right um gotcha so then uh clark kind of puts his hands on top of the uh switch box i guess you could call it um And starts making like surgy sounds and he does this weird little little neck cracks and and says, Oh, I'm just killing your brother. Or maybe some other guy. I don't know.
1: Who knows? We'll see what happens first. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So So, then
0: this other guy he's speaking of who's in a locker, he's maybe like a
1: end of the day going, getting ready to go home after work
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, gets a phone call from a little girl. And he's like, you know, I thought you said you weren't going to, call me anymore and she's like oh i know daddy and it's a little girl daddy um but the guy who killed me wants to kill you and he's waiting for you at home yeah so daddy it's a terrible phone call <laughs> so <laughs>
0: um, sam um with clark monologuing he Sam is goading him into monologuing uh-huh. because he's sitting there fiddling with his hands, trying to loosen up the, the ties yeah. uh, in the he's back of his with chair, cord, by the yeah. way. <laughs> okay. yeah. So he's kind of leading him into monologuing. He's just like, "What? you know, that was really clever, you know, using dad. How did you do that? Right. And, you know, Clark goes on. It's like, well, I mean, you think that everything Digital gets deleted, it doesn't. So
1: yeah once I, just I figured to... out you guys were hunters, I looked at Dean's phone, then I looked at your phone, then I looked at Dad's phone and mm-hmm.
0: emails, so... voicemails,
1: like all this information I can use. And so back at the house that Dean has been uh, devil trapping and, and you know getting ready to receive this demon, he's waiting and, and basically waiting uh, <laughs> to like leap out at this guy. But the uh the dad knows that there's somebody in his house waiting for him, like bursts in full Rambo with a shotgun and is able to like knock Dean down. Dean drops his holy water so he can't do yeah. the splashy splash and they start to duke it out.
0: Yeah, yeah yeah dad like went in through the back door which you know dean was not expecting and he was also not expecting a shotgun
1: (laughs) right he wasn't yeah exactly yeah and they are just like dad dad's fighting for you know his daughter's life and now dean is fighting for his life yeah yeah so it's a pretty substantial fight going on it is
0: especially when like once dean gets the upper hand and just starts like kicking the ever-living shit out of him yeah um to the phone company yes (laughs) still monologuing yes and just how ecstatic he is about the world of technology in the modern age because he used to you know just wait in the woods and hope that somebody would come by and sometimes he'd have one to two souls maybe maybe a year
1: yeah but now now, he just whenever he wants. Yeah, just pick up a call.
0: And there's a a little moral lesson (laughs) that he gives us, which is, you know, technology gives you so many connections, but you're more alone than ever.
1: Yeah. Cut to (laughs) Sam over here, Dean over here, both fighting their own demons, so to speak, but still fighting the same guy which is kind of interesting that they're yeah, fighting. They're,
0: I like the, I like the cross cuts that were going yeah. on because they're in doing the same fight. Cause Sam gets loose, you know, he's like, great. That's enough monologuing. I'm good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you gave me enough time. Yep. Thank you very much. And goes after this guy who has a stabby stab, you know, knife because mm-hmm. he just killed Stewie with it. Yeah. Um, and Dean is fighting this crazed father who has just got nothing to lose. Um but yeah, but still fighting the same guy. I was like, "Hey, Valerie, good point." Um, and so Dean finally does get the upper hand over this dad after all the wailing on him, and manages to take away another gun he found on the dad. The dad came loaded; yeah. he shotgun, other gun. He was he was ready to do mm-hmm. business, and it, I found it interesting that it wasn't until the dad, you know kind of stands up and he's standing over the the devil's trap and dean has started you know reading the uh killing um mantra or whatever that's supposed to kill the demon yeah the special exorcism e- yeah, kind exorcism. of thing <clears throat> um and nothing's the guy the dad isn't responding and he kind of staggers out of the devil's trap and dean's like uh, you know <laughs> So two things aren't happening. You know, one, you <laughs> stepped out of the trap and two, you're not responding to this exorcism. I found it interesting that Dean didn't notice that this guy also came at him with a shotgun and a gun, you know, that all these very undemony things. Yeah. You know, that that still didn't click. And Dean said he was so focused on this guy being a demon that he didn't read, didn't read the room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but but he does finally come to the realization that this guy is not a demon
0: yes yes it's Um, all of those things and also that he's like why did you kill my did you do this to my daughter too when you killed her so it's like all now starting to be like oh whoops yeah yeah
1: and also not only whoops but oh my god this man's daughter was murdered yeah yeah you know so it's kind of a he did actually soak in a little bit of empathy from this yes, from yes. this guy and he, he finally yes. says i'm sorry and not i'm sorry i didn't kill your daughter which i thought was kind of weird but it was like i'm sorry beat i didn't kill your daughter
0: yeah And the guy is like but what, are what are you doing here i don't know
1: i don't know i have no answers for anything right um, and
0: uh, and just before that scene um sam and clark have been like duking it out you know each trading the upper hand here and there, and then finally they're at that standstill, you know, where they're like struggling over the knife
1: and—is like, yes. it going to plunge into Sam? Is it going to plunge into Clark? Yep. And then and, Sam and, finally and,
0: like pushes him back into a pegboard behind him, <laughs> where
1: again like a, cab- a cable rack or something. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't know, but there's an again the second time in a row or second episode in a row, there's a sharp, pointy thing. That impales somebody in the back of the yeah. head, <laughs> drills him in the back of the head.
1: Yep, blood out the mouth, and he's just you know yep. resting against the <laughs> yeah.
0: The All those boards.
1: Yes. So again, supernatural. Come on, writers. <laughs> <laughs> Two episodes in a row, same death, same setup. Yeah, yeah. And work on it. So back at the motel, um, Dean is tending to his wounds <laughs> that the dad gave him. Sam walks in also looking like he's been, you know, 10 rounds with. with...
0: I like that they admire each other's uh, face beatings.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was like, they both got their asses kicked.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Got
1: their asses kicked.
0: And, you know, they've already gone over the case, obviously. Um, And then they both apologize. They, you know, Sam says, I'm really sorry that it wasn't actually dad. And Dean is like, I'm sorry that I really kind of I really thing. fought
1: you on this. Yeah. I didn't listen to you. I really fought you hard. Yeah. But then he also says, you know, but I was really scared. I'm really scared. Yeah. Um, And I was willing to believe anything. Yeah. Then there's, there's other sweet things that, that he says in there, but he ends it with, you know, I guess only, only I can get myself out of this. I have to stop depending on the you know the being saved at the last minute by someone like like dad coming to my rescue mm-hmm. or you know the cult coming to the rescue it's I have to do this only I can do this and Sam leans in and is like yeah but I can yeah. I can help you too. And me. And and Dean puts an end to this chick flick moment <laughs> which I I was like no it could have been a chick flick moment. But he's like and me. That's all you have to say? Yeah. And me. But Sam follows in with what? You (laughs) want me to read you a poem? (laughs) So the chick flick moment is broken. The tension is broken. They've both given their, you know, their forgivenesses to each other for this particular transgression. Um, Dean offers Sam a beer and clicks on the TV and everything is right with the world for now. Yep. The end. A little note, uh, a little observation uh this, the bed that the, the the boys were both sitting on separate beds. Um had Jared actually laid down on the bed he was on, his feet would have hung off the end of that <laughs> by like a solid like foot and a half. Uh, and not only is he just so tall, but yeah. also, you know, on sets and stuff, things are built smaller. Yeah. You know, because you can play with um, you know, angles and stuff to make it look like forced perspective that things are bigger than they actually are to give more room for like Cameras and mm-hmm, blocking and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I just went to, as this pull away because the camera was kind of up high and on an angle. I was like, those beds are really small <laughs> compared to the men who are sitting on them. Yeah. Yeah. So, a couple of things about this episode. I was disappointed. Um, a, for the kind of the repeat nature of um, circumstances. Mm-hmm. Um, the the repeat arguments, you know, about dad and about keeping secrets and, you know, those things. But I'm, I'm also, t- I'm always taken aback by how quickly either one of the characters at any given time will throw away what they know about each other and what they know about the family to go do this one thing that, that we know is the wrong way. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, why... Again, the idea that, you know, if we try to break the deal, Sammy dies, let's go break the deal, you
0: know? (laughs) Well, I don't know. That's a hard argument to make because they've been trying to make the deal or break the deal for the entire season, knowing this, like Dean told uh, Sam pretty early on, right? It's like, if I try to break this deal, then you die. Right. And it's always been like, well, let's find a way where we could fix both of these things. Right. Yeah.
1: But you would think that, like Sam says, we don't have any solid proof. We don't have any evidence yet. Yeah. You know, like, this isn't a done deal. You would think that Dean would also be wanting to make sure that all the eyes di- are dotted and the T's across before yeah. they actually tried to break the deal. Right. You right. know what I mean? That's all. I mean, I get it. I understand the emotion and the impetus behind mm-hmm. it. But but I'm
0: still like, but, well, I wonder if dad off camera had said, this will fix, this will solve all of the problems. This exorcism sure. will, you know, kill the demon and break the, con. if the demon's dead, then the contract is dead. Right. So, I don't know. Yeah. Um, that would be my only explanation for why Dean would be so gung-ho on saving his life without any regards to anything else. Mm-hmm. This also reminded me of the episode. Maybe it was last season, um, where the, the shoe was on the other foot. Where Sam was, it was the Angels one, uh, where Sam was like so desperate to believe in to believe in, in, in angels. In angels, mm-hmm. uh, because they could save his soul. Like he wanted to make, he wanted to believe so badly that he was not destined be for saved. evil, right? Um, that he was willing to be like, yep. Yeah, ignoring all of the clues all the, right all the
1: all the textbook <laughs> all the hunting. Fairy, uh, yes. Yes. yes 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 okay
0: so i yeah. think like when you're when you're stuck in a corner or backed into a corner rather you know you're just you're willing to believe anything do anything in order to get out of that corner right um so i don't blame dean for just Believing it's dad, period. It's like, this is dad, end of story. He's giving me all the right information. This, these are the instructions I need to follow because that's A, what I've done my whole life. I don't need mm-hmm. to think about it. And B, my life is on the line. Right. I only and also everybody else in months. this
1: town is getting phone calls from the dead. So why wouldn't I?
0: Right. Yeah, there's that. It's so, like, why can't I get just... a little bit of respite <laughs> and
1: <laughs> right. right
0: relief and comfort from, you know, my like yeah. dead father uh yeah good episode otherwise um i, I kind of would now i know that there isn't like a lot of background on the kokata so they couldn't really go more into it yeah and also they are kind of moving away from the the, the monster of the week like that hasn't really happened a lot mm-hmm. this season which is okay but i i do kind of like the old you know, the research. I'm like, oh, this is the monster. This is what it does. Right. This is where it's from. Those, those kinds of research scenes.
1: Yeah. Um, no, I like that too. Especially when you're like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. You know, again, like the, the death loop thing. I was ready. i yeah. clearly, I bought into that, the death echo. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, that that echoes. Yeah. We've known about those for years. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Moving right along towards the end of the season, which I can't believe there's only two episodes left.
1: What's the next one?
0: Okay, oh. so n- next episode is Time is on my side.
1: Time is on my side. Which, again, if you hear that song playing, leave the room. That's never a good omen. Okay. <laughs> no, it, it's serious. And in, in scary movies, whenever you hear that, that song, something evil is happening.
0: Oh, really? Yep. No, I don't think I've ever heard it in a scary movie.
1: Kind of like in Final Destination, at least in the first movie, anytime John Denver played, you knew that someone was going to die, which I was like, that's not fair to John Denver. (laughs) Um, But yeah, now I have to, now I'm going to have to look that up, the time on my side. But okay. I'm sure it has nothing to do with the song and it has more to do with the fact that maybe, maybe... Time is on
0: someone's side, right? Maybe. (laughs) Maybe it doesn't really look like it. This is another one just like...
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like this is where <laughs> okay, sorry.
0: Uh, no this is another one where i'm like wait what i mean uh-huh. i know like i'd remember one big plot line of this episode but not not the other part of it oh, so i'm okay. not gonna i'm not gonna spoil anything or, oh okay or i was
1: like i can no 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 i, I need to go and watch it no no yes. no 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 but for i was just I leaned in. I was like, yes. Right,
0: right. <laughs> well, there is like a big, I, I do know that there's a big, a big thing that happens. Okay. But the, the vehicle in which that makes that big thing happen. I don't remember
1: how it happened. Okay. Is that, but I don't I, right now. Yes. I, I, yeah, but it's not ringing any bells for right. me. Um, no, well, I'm I, sure think, as I think, as I think you will like
0: it. I'll that. just say that. I think that you will like this episode. Um, <laughs> so, Thank you so much for joining us this week. Uh, You can find us, follow us, rate us, anywhere you can find podcasts. You can also find us on social media. We are at Salt and Burn This Everywhere. You can find us on YouTube also, at Salt and Burn This, if YouTube is your preferred method of audio intake um no video sorry <laughs> we're not ready for yeah, that yet no, i was gonna say that's
1: gonna take a lot more prep that means we oh gotta showers. set up like a studio space and lighting yeah, and no i gotta get out of the closet
0: <laughs> so thanks for listening and we will see you next week for time is on my side thanks all bye bye